Welcome to the Daily Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Stacey Mitchell, registered dietitian and personal trainer. I am so happy to have you here. My goal for this podcast is to break down the latest health topics and help clear the clutter in the messy world of nutrition and fitness. We hope to inspire, educate, and entertain all things wellness. We cut the baloney of the food shaming and focus on making healthy habits that work for you. Join us as we talk with experts in their fields on how to feel our best in our own body and mind. Hello, everyone. You are joining us for episode number 50. Wow. I think that's a huge milestone um, that I'm going to celebrate with you. So thank you for joining me on this podcast every week and 50 that's a big number, but let's see if we can double that, triple that, quadruple that. Um, this week on the podcast, we have a recording from an IG Live that I was able to do with my friend Karina at allfoodsfit.nutritionist. We titled this episode or live, um, Strategies to Overcome Overeating. And a big question here, we define what overeating is. How do you define it? How does another person define it? Is it the same every day? Is it the same during the holidays or celebrations or going out to a restaurant? So the first question we ask is what is overeating? The next part of it, we give you seven strategies to overcome overeating. And that also goes into the mindset, um, what others may think and how you feel, the emotions, the all or nothing, and so much more. Now, Karina and I have been doing these IG lives for a while, a a few of them now. And she was also on this podcast on episode number 17, way back in February. And it is titled Fasting, Carbs and Detoxing. Oh my. So be sure to go back and check her episode out. Um, We think a lot alike and we, we have a lot of fun working together on these and kind of building our brands up and just figuring out the Instagram world. So this topic about overeating is a great one to tackle for this week as Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, I made a reference to Friends, one of my favorite shows, as we are watching all the good Thanksgiving episodes. Do you know what I mean? Like the one with the football, the one with the turkey on the head, the one with Brad Pitt. I mean, there's so many good ones as I kind of go back to each season and just watch the Thanksgiving ones. Next month, we'll do the Christmas ones. Um, But it's kind of a fun thing to do. And when we think about overeating, always think about this one scene that Joey plays when he comes with Phoebe's maternity pants. I'll give you a quick reminder on this. Joey, those are my maternity pants. No, no, these are my Thanksgiving pants. That is one of my favorite parts um, that he says. And first of all, gotta love Joey, right? In his in his ways with eating. Um, but it also sends a good message for those physical cues. So join us for this conversation on strategies to overcome overeating. Um. Karina, you were kind of the one to come up with this overeating topic. 
and you probably have worked with your clients in this range, in this category. How do you explain overeating or what do you define it as? Um, I would define overeating as just eating to the point where you're so full, you're physically uncomfortable, um, where you start feeling that like tightness in your stomach, maybe your pants start feeling snap. Um, and just, I think having the physical component is important to, to differentiate when you're actually like stuck. <laughs> yeah. That like physical, those physical cues really do bring us that awareness. I think of it, um, we were just watching the Friends Thanksgiving episodes. <laughs> and when Joey says, these are my Thanksgiving pants, um, you know, when you bring mm-hmm. out the sweats, when you have to open up a, that top button on your on your pants, that's that discomfort. <laughs> yes, exactly. And I remember, you know, talking with you and you had shared that one of your clients um, thought she was overeating just because she was having an extra serving of yes. food. Yes. But that clearly isn't what overeating is. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have this given, we have this kind of definition, this mindset of if I have more than what's on my plate, then mm-hmm. that is overeating. And that was a topic that we kind of had to dive into because I was like, why do you think you're overeating? You know, like what you're showing me looks good. It looks balanced. I'm finding that everyone has a different definition to it. Right. So it's good that we're kind of starting off with defining what it actually is. And if you are still hungry and you do go for another serving of food, that's not necessarily overeating or eating too much. It's really about being in tune with you know, satisfaction and what your body needs. Right. And don't compare because, you know, if you go back to the buffet line and somebody else is not, that doesn't define you as you're overeating at that time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay. So we're going to share some strategies to overcome this feeling of maybe constant overeating or maybe just overeating on the weekends or when you're going out or when you have these social events. Yes. It's a great time to think of with Thanksgiving coming up and the holidays and there's a place for that as well. You know, like those celebrations, those holidays, eating out, buffet lines, there is a place for balanced eating within those celebrations. Yeah, so that would be probably the first strategy is just recognizing that when you do go out to eat, when you're having these events or just sharing a meal with other people, it doesn't have to be extreme. You don't have to just, you know, eat poorly and make bad decisions and not really eat mindlessly. You can still practice having a balanced plate, having a plate with protein, some carbohydrate, some veggies and making it a satisfying meal. Um, It doesn't have to be like, you know, just what people would sometimes say is like a cheat meal where you just eat whatever you want. You can still have some strategy behind it. That's right. It's one meal for the week or one meal out of the month. And, you know, if you look at an entire week, if you have three meals a day, I probably have more meals than that. Um, (laughs) And snacks included, you know, Mm -hmm. you have 21 meals. Um, so that's a good visual to understand. It's it's just that one time out of that 21 meal time that you're eating. 
right in a week. Yes. Um, that's true. That's a good way of looking at it where you have, we eat so many meals and yes, assuming that you eat three meals a day, that's 21 meals in a week. Yeah. Giving yourself permission, that grace, that's probably our second strategy um, mm-hmm. to just enjoy it. Enjoy those favorite foods that you have. Yeah. And food is just like, I love food. You and I both love food. So many people love food and enjoying food is just part of life. And we, the sooner we accept that, the more, you know, enjoyment we'll have out of creating healthier meals, incorporating those foods that taste good to us, where eating healthy won't feel like it's a struggle. It'll actually feel like something normal, something that you look forward to and enjoy kind of figuring out how to incorporate those foods into your everyday meals. Yes. Cueing in on those hunger cues, the taste hunger, the satisfaction, the smell, the flavor, everything all and above um, to enjoy Mm -hmm. it during those holidays. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, sometimes when my clients talk about like not feeling satisfied and going back to eating something else, um, like going back to snacking, that's part of factor in, in eating healthy is that if you don't feel satisfied with the meal that you just ate, if you're not content, then you're going to go looking for something that will make you satisfied and feel happy. That's right. Okay. So um, reason or strategy number three was to um, aim to eat consistent meals every day, regardless of whether you're eating out or you're having a, you know, social gathering or a holiday. That's one that's hard to kind of play out. Um, because a lot of the times we think, oh, but I ate too much. I need to make up for it. And that's kind of the opposite way of what we're, what we want to happen is to keep those meals consistent because hunger levels, blood sugars, those can get out, out of whack. And if you keep it consistent, that that's very helpful. So strategy number three, any, yeah. anything and, more to that? Yeah, no, I was just going to emphasize definitely a lot of people sometimes like skip breakfast or they'll have a really light lunch. And yes, you're right. Like those hunger levels really build up at the end and makes you more likely to overeat. And if you're exactly the same with like low blood sugar, then we don't feel as good. And again, we're setting us up to eat more in the evening. I think we've all had that. I know some days when it gets really busy and I wasn't able to get in food and then you come home and it's like, Oh my gosh, I ate all that. Well, yeah, it's because I was extremely hungry. I was about ready to eat my arm off. And two, I needed that nourishment. So uh, it was just kind of that roller coaster ride of the hunger levels. And I didn't feel good. So, (laughs) yeah. And I think that's something that we can all relate to. Like you said, even if it's, you know, unintentional, we can all relate to the feeling of just being hangry and just to the point where, everything sounds good and you're just driving home and you're like, that sounds good. That sounds good. Like, where should, where do I want to go? Like, should I stop here? Should I get both? <laughs> exactly. That's when those, um, options can get a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So setting yourself up to not feel that way is one is one of the key things. And I think our next strategy, number four, kind of plays into that, you know, eating normal the next day, get right back onto that consistent schedule. Um, There's no need to 
make up for what's already done. No need to go on a detox or over exercise or do anything to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Consistency with those balanced meals is key. Yes. And um, some of my clients have have this mindset of thinking like, oh, well, if I like I ate this way, if I ruined my past progress or they feel like one meal or eating one food that was maybe more indulgent um, just ruined everything. And that's really not the case. Um, like you said, this strategy is key. It's just really learning from your experience, recognizing that you will always have another opportunity to make healthier choices, make better choices for yourself. So no need to go to these extremes of over-exercising or, like you said, detoxing. Just go back to your normal routine, eating consistently and, you know, making better balanced choices the next day. That's right. Um, you gave a great introduction for the next strategy, if you want to take that. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, ditching the all or nothing mindset. So this is, I think, a constant struggle that we see with our clients and just really anyone that we interact with. We're just let go of the idea that nutrition has to be perfect and we have to operate in extremes. Like you're only always eating healthy or you're not. So letting go of that, understanding that you can find balance, that you can incorporate some of those more indulgent foods into your life. And you can have a day where maybe you eat a more indulgent meal and then the next meal is still balanced. Like there is flexibility and eating healthy. So I think that's the concept that a lot of my clients struggle with. And with that mindset, I've, I feel a lot of my clients as well label the food as good or bad. And that's what we want to delete. Um you know, and even at holidays, how many times uh, do relatives even look at my plate and they're like, oh, don't look at my plate. I'm eating all this bad food. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's not bad food. Look, you got mm -hmm. pumpkin pie that's high in vitamin A and fiber and many phytonutrients. You have mashed potatoes, good source of potassium. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, they're not necessarily bad. And to kind of ditch that mindset of all or nothing for for our fifth strategy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> having that, just that neutral approach to foods. And like you said, even if we eat something like, like pie, like pumpkin pie, you know, yes, it's maybe a little bit higher in sugar, but it still has vitamins and minerals that we, you know, that our body can use that we need. So totally. it's not like a complete loss. It is, we're still just nourishing our body in a different way. That's right. Um, Number six, our strategy number six, we have tune into your hunger and fullness cues. For yeah. Sure. So um, sometimes we may get really excited about eating and we just have all this food in front of us. So really paying attention to how you're feeling. If you're feeling physically full, um, you don't have to continue to eat. And just understanding that you can always have that food, you know, later, maybe tomorrow, save some for later. Um, another time like this food's always going to be around so there's no need to just try to eat everything all at once to get your satisfaction like and it's and also a part of just balanced eating understanding that you can have it later right and I go on the other side of it where you can have a little bit of everything and that's just fine too with uh 
going into how you're feeling at that time. You know, um, it's almost like eating to your fullness tank. So if I'm not super hungry, I'll just have a, a little bit and kind of honoring that method of how you are feeling. Yes. And this is, um, it's like what, how we talk about it sounds really easy, but this is actually something that we work with our clients with to understand their different like hunger and fullness levels and cues so that they can make good decisions for themselves and understand what is too much and what is just right for them. Yes. Um, and I find a lot of the time too, is just talking these ideas, these old mindsets that we've had with diet culture of growing up and with clients that we've had, um, you know, well, in this diet, I was taught this and this diet, I was taught to not eat at this time or not eat this certain food. So we are trying to normalize this the for more lifelong health. Yes, exactly. Um, so the last strategy we have for you is setting boundaries with others. And uh, we can expand on that a little bit more. Uh, but a lot of times we sometimes get influenced by how other people eat or like if we see our significant other, our friends or our family eating less or eating more, um, we feel a little bit of pressure to do the same as them. But it's really important to remember that they have their own body and we have our own and what we need is different from other people. So even if someone is eating more or less, it's not really going to be what you need. Yes. Um, that comparison is kind of the evil of all, right? <laughs> yeah. When you talk about this setting boundaries and looking at your own plate, uh, mm -hmm. it kind of brings me back to when I was, you know, late teens, early 20s around there. And if there wasn't something that I would eat, maybe a friend or someone would comment being like, oh, that's all you're going to eat or to the mm -hmm. other effect. And yeah, you don't need to always hear that. Yeah. And just being okay with just saying like, yes, this is what I'm going to eat. Like, it's fine. This is what makes me happy. Or also on the opposite end, it's okay to say no if people are constantly pressuring for you to eat and continue to eat. It's okay for you to set boundaries and say no, like, please save some for later or like, I'm full. Thank you for asking. Um, and just really standing up for yourself. And that can get tricky too, especially I think of like dessert time when everybody else is having dessert, but maybe you are not ready for dessert. And it's like, mm -hmm. are you sure? Are you sure you don't want dessert? But I have this and this, and I probably do that myself too, but um, <laughs> um, just sticking to your guns on, on honoring that. And again, like you said, saving it for later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really what all of these strategies are teaching is for you to just be more in tune with yourself and what you need and understand how to nourish your body and just really like connect with it better. Yes, it is um, definitely easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. But um, do you want to go over to summarize all of them? Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So we have that. That would be good. So our first strategy, we can go back and forth. Uh, social events may be stressful. So balanced eating has a place for those social events. Okay. Strategy number two is just giving yourself permission to enjoy your favorite foods. 
Strategy number three is aim to eat consistent balanced meals every day, even if you're eating out or at a social setting. Okay, number four, um, just eating normally the next day, um, going back to your consistent schedule. And strategy number five, ditch the all or nothing mindset, eating healthy or eating bad, no extremes within there. And strategy number, which, what number are we on? Six, (laughs) I know. Um, Getting into your hunger and fullness too. And the last strategy, number seven, set boundaries with others. Focus on your own plate um, and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it. So anything else that you want to add? I think um, I think this is really good to talk about just because, like you said, so many people have different perceptions of like what overeating is. Um, so I hope that this was, that people find most helpful. I think that's one of the biggest aha questions is like, well, yeah, I can overeat, but what I define as overeating and what you define as overeating may be totally different. And the other thing is, is, you know, our, our body, our metabolism, our energy level is different every single day. So our food is not going to be the exact same every single day. Our intake is going to vary and we have to build that balance and that mindset of that's okay. And that's how the body works. Yeah. And I will also add um, with that like same theme of like our bodies just always being different that no matter how much you try, there are still going to be some days where you do overeat and that is totally normal. Um, so again, going back to one of the strategies is just having that mentality and being okay with it. And then just understanding that you can still go back to eating, you know, a balanced meal, making healthier choices the next day at your next meal, at your next opportunity. You don't have to feel like a failure or feel like throwing in the towel, like, it's all about like consistency and really changing your mindset around, you know, eating healthy and what that really is for you. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you have a favorite strategy or one that you work with your clients or with yourself that really is your favorite? And I can go first uh, if you want to think on it too, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> For, for overeating? For our strategies, yeah. What's your favorite strategy? My favorite um, strategy? Yeah. Um, I think that my favorite one really is just the mindset, dishing that all or nothing mindset mm-hmm. of really trying to help people understand that there are no extremes in nutrition. And again, like there's no need to overcompensate for what you ate. Just continue to make have your balance meals, like I said earlier, and just like continue that consistency of just really just nourishing your body. That's really all it is, is just being a dependable source of food for your body. Um, That one's always my favorite to really emphasize for my clients, but it is, sometimes it is challenging when we have this, like you said, this world of dieting that has like taught us to skip breakfast or to just eat a protein shake or to just eat salads for lunch. People don't understand that like a complete meal can actually be nourishing and satisfying. It's almost we're teaching people how to relearn how to eat. And 
making up for all the damage of what diaculture kind of has done for us. <laughs> exactly. And it, it is, uh, it's very surprising to hear, you know, a lot of my clients who just like don't eat or just have, you know, go hours without eating and then complain about, you know, <laughs> you know, being really hungry or eating too much. And, and we have to kind of be that outsider perspective and show them like, well, you're not eating for six, seven hours. So how does that make you feel? Right. Um, whether it be a physical like hunger cue or crankiness and there's so much that goes in to eating and food. We should be like slash psychologist slash everything else. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was your, um, or what was your favorite strategy? I think one of my favorite ones would be setting those boundaries with others. You say focus on your own plate just because others are eating or drinking doesn't mean you have to. If you're full, it's okay to say no. Sometimes I get pressured in um, and this is more personal level because I feel like eating, the mindset of eating is a never ending process. Like Mm -hmm. you can one day nail it and the next day you fall 10 steps back. And that's okay. Um, I am probably very conscious of what people say about me. And if someone okay. says something about my plate, I want to make up for it or make them happy about, like, I just, I'm a people pleaser. Right. So <laughs> I really like the setting boundaries and just being okay with it. Yes, that, that can be very difficult. And even as dietitians too, there's that struggle where people are like making comments like, oh, like I just went to dinner and someone was like, oh, everyone look, this is what a dietitian eats. And I was like, <laughs> like there's no different from what you guys eat. Like, <laughs> I know. And how like, she says, look, everyone. <laughs> exactly. So definitely it's always a struggle, but again, it helps to have support from others and really just work on your mindset. Yes. Um, that's one of my favorite questions when I ask my podcast on interviewers or people on the guests, I should say, um, if you, uh, what is one food someone has said, a dietitian eats that and it's ranges from everything and in between. <laughs> oh yeah. I definitely, definitely get that all. Of yes, right. <laughs> yeah. So now instead I just always say, you know, I eat everything because I do. Right. Just fully transparent. Like I eat everything, even Bam, which is like something I've met some dietitians that are like, oh my God, like Bam is terrible. And I'm like, well, I'm eating it once. I'm not going to eat it every day for like the rest of my life. <laughs> it's just like a one-time meal. But I can confidently say I eat everything, like no judgment from us. We're just here to help. And you have the perfect IG handle, All Foods Fit. So clearly your message <laughs> yeah. is right there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, I'm happy to find other dietitians, other like-minded dietitians to help with, you know, the overcoming these mindset, you know, blocks that people have around food. Right. Um, and just like we keep saying over and over, keeping that, that, that balance, that food, the holidays, celebration, it all fits in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And- I think that, I think that was it. Yeah, that, that, um, a lot of good talking points, you know, some of them just bringing awareness to it. Um, with that, I know we talked about maybe even next month talking about 
diets as we start for the new year. Those seem to be popular. Um, we might get on more of that uh, focus for that. So. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely, I was thinking about doing that because like, you know, everyone wants to go on a new diet and right. all the marketing goes up for supplements for weight loss and everything. So um, it'd be, I think it would be beneficial to share what not to fall for and like scams and just to really do a lot of myth busting around all that marketing, all that craziness that's going to happen next month. Well, we're already seeing it because people are thinking that, oh my gosh, we're going to be overeating this week. So let's make up for it. <laughs> and we're like, no, yeah, <laughs> it's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Yeah, it is very, it's very strong, all of that language of like, oh, I need to detox or I need to do this, but it's so hard and. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that, we'll save that one for, for uh, another time, right? <laughs> yeah. So what was your favorite strategy that we talked about? We both shared ours and I would love to hear from you on which one resonated with you? Which one was your aha moment or one that you will keep in the back of your mind as we go through this week and this upcoming month within the holidays? I also would love to hear how you define overeating. And maybe this was like a little light bulb moment uh, in realizing, yeah, I guess overeating can have many definitions by many different people each and every day. So thank you so much for joining me on the Daily Dietitian Podcast.